snarl. I just dope, I stepped on. Real, get the rest gone. Then that nigga, what else you want? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to or watching the Powercast. And today we will be recapping Power Book Four Force Season One, Episode Eight, and the name of the episode was "He Ain't Heavy." And I am here with uh, Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Richard? Doing good, Gary. What's up, listeners and viewers? What's up, indeed? And uh, his little name here is a uh, former Power Force writer. <laughs> yeah, so, I had so what, I, what happened there. <laughs> I, I had a lot of great ideas for Power Force, and I'm also the one that told them that they need to get Gary Lennon on this show ASAP. Uh, they didn't like what I had to say, so my services are no longer needed. So this episode, oh. I'm going to be very critical of this particular episode because I had a, I have a lot to say, but look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, um, they they probably should have took your advice, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. Um, and I'm also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you today, Dana? Hello, everyone. I'm doing okay. I um, yeah, that's all I got. It's been a it's been a week. Have some embargoes we can't talk about, but it's been a bit been a week. Oh yeah, you you've been very busy with all these uh with all the stuff going on, so. Yeah, uh, and your name here is the Pilgrims. Now that that was a funny uh, thing in this episode <laughs> with them calling calling I, the rabbis Pilgrims. For the Go for ahead. the record, I debated whether or not it should be the Pilgrims or twenty thousand divided by two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was hilarious. And as you see, my name here is Overnight Math Genius. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, we didn't know this about DMAC beforehand, uh, but all of a sudden in, in this episode, we find out he's a math genius. He's a math whiz. So, you know, that's interesting information. I'm surprised we didn't see that before. But, hey, uh, this is power. We, you know, we enjoy this show. We enjoy watching. But, uh, you know, we are going to say some things uh, about the show, maybe in this, epi- in, in this episode of the Powercast. Now, of course, we are going to go get our takeaways first. We're going to go around the room here. And each of us are going to talk about some of the things that stood out to us about this episode. And then later on, we're going to have our questions and discussion segment where we talk about the show in more detail. Um, but before that, I just want to give everyone a reminder. Um, if you enjoy this, please do leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts, your theories, and also hit that like button. That's very important. And it's it's free to do it doesn't cost anything so please do hit that like button while you're here um and also you know check out the channel look at some of the other content out there you know dana has been putting up a lot of stuff uh lately with about some of the different movies and shows going on so yeah definitely uh check out that stuff there's also the top boy review you know i know a lot of people were asking about that so you know you can check that out too um and yeah uh consider subscribing to the channel if you like what you see um, cause you know, it goes a long way. Um, but yeah, so we'll get straight into our takeaway segment. Um, so this week we are going to Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. First. So hear us, Rich. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to everybody that left the comment last week. I saw that many, many of you complained about the week writing of the show. And, uh, I just want to say, I'm so happy that we can all bond 
when we see that there are issues with this show. Um, so today's takeaways I have, it's going to be a little bit different because I saw this episode. Um, I, I was curious to see how they were going to handle certain things. So uh, I was looking forward to the episode. There were a few things, and I mean very few things, that I was happy to see or interested to see. But the majority of the episode, I was I was not impressed. So let's get into that, shall we? Let's talk about the CBI storyline in this episode. They are trying to track down the source of Dahlia. And as Dana, you know, as her name mentions, the Pilgrims, they had a conversation because they eventually found out, you know, well, Jannard found out that uh, that basically those those people had access to the drug. So Jannard decides that he's going to roll up on one of them and basically kill him and steal the product. Now, I thought that was a very weak scene. You know, they told us that Jannard is very ruthless. He doesn't really think things through. You know, I, I was expecting a much more brutal scene of him taking out this guy, but because he shot him a couple times, and I could have swore I saw the body move after that. Um, you know, but again, I, I'm assuming eventually the guy dies. So basically, Jannard is creating further conflict because we know that Diamond, you know, we go back to episode two, and that Diamond had Tommy basically talking with the leader of that of that particular group. So he's basically causing friction with what's happening with these other groups, all so he can get access to this drug. Now, I'm going to come back to Jannard in a second. Let's talk about his brother, Diamond. Diamond in this episode, pretty much, you know, he does get approached by Claudia. Uh, and that's something that was not supposed to happen because Tommy had spoke with Claudia in this episode saying that they need to communicate when they're working with each other. So Tommy does not yet know that Claudia decided to turn her back on him and still approach CBI about doing the, about getting involved with this drug. So she approached Diamond, and I think that the character is very smart because he said, yeah, you're here without your business partner, which means that this would not be a good deal for you. So he turns down the offer. Uh, he does meet up with his uh, his new love, love interest. Uh, I believe her name is... Uh, Adrian. Um, but yeah, he meets up with her. And what we do find out, which I think is interesting, is that Elijah was supposed to be the person that she was supposed to meet at that particular cafe to get information on Diamond. So I don't really know. We know that Diamond is, is a thinker. He is very much like Tommy. So I'm wondering if he's going to start putting two and two together and wonder why was Elijah trying to give information on me? Uh, I don't think he fully suspects yet that his brother Jannard is the one that set all this up and really is coming for his spot. Although I do think he will be suspicious after they had that conversation in this episode where he was basically giving his brother a shave, asking him, what would you do if he was in charge? So I kind of feel like he may be starting to question some stuff with his brother, but it's not fully there yet. And we'll have to see how that materializes. Now to go back to Jannard, they do approach uh, Cousin Buddy, which is Gary's uh, favorite uh, a new character on the show played by Freddie Gibbs. And they basically try to get him on to this product as well. Of course, they have all the guys try the drug. And, you know, I do want to make this comment right now. Um, when, you know, because Power has had, this particular show has had some pretty funny moments that are a little, a little cringeworthy. I expected when, uh, you know, Buddy decided to take that snort of the new product. 
I expected to see all of a sudden his eye comes back into focus and it's as if he didn't get an injury. Now, I'm glad they didn't go that route because it would have been very cringeworthy if that happened. But one thing I will say that I have noticed is that because they love to show these scenes of people's reaction to taking the drug, all right? Because we've seen it multiple times. We saw it at the end of the the last episode. We saw it in this episode. Because they have a fascination to always show that scene, I think I now fully understand why they're doing that. Because as a viewer, you're watching the show. You see the character get, get high. You don't really know how the experience is. So you're thinking, oh, it must be really good to them. So what I what I have determined is that that means to them, as they are creating this show, they're high on their own supply. They think they're doing a fantastic job from the <laughs> writing to everything. And in uh, reality, that's not what's happened. That's not that's not that's not that's not the truth. There's a lot of issues with the show. So um, but that's why I think they continue to show that because they are high on the fact that this is a great show with great writing. The characters are great. And there are no issues with the show, but the show has some issues. So I just wanted to make a comment about those those things real quick. Yo, that's hilarious. Like his eye going straight. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it would have been hilarious. Uh, because, I mean, I expected... We all, I, we all thought that. Oh, oh, really? See? Okay, so I'm not the only one. Okay, good. I mean, it, I, it felt like they did an extra zoom on the eye when he took that hit. Yes, I was waiting for that to happen, but uh, that didn't happen. So I guess, uh, hey, listen, I give him credit for not getting too silly with it. But uh, I did want to make a comment about that because I thought that was a very interesting situation. So uh, that pretty much covers what I think about CBI. Let's talk a little bit about Tommy and the Flins in this episode. Uh, I'm going to get to the Flins later because I think that's the real juicy part of this, this whole thing. Tommy in this episode, basically he decides to bring JP in. Uh, after, you know, because JP keeps talking about, yes, it's hard to be broke, you know, all the struggles and stuff. And so he decides, okay, JP, you're really good with your hands. Why don't I bring you into the fold and help you cut product? I personally think that that was a very weak way to bring him in because yes, he knows how to play instruments, but you assume because he's good with his hands, he's just perfect for this type of work. I, I am, I, I really don't understand that, that, that direction at all. But again, we knew at some point JP was going to get involved. He had to. Uh, and then, of course, in this episode, you know, JP has another, I'm going to say Tommy has another run-in with DMAC, who I guess is now a mathematician genius. He spits numbers left and right better than he does anything else. And yet the character still decides, I'm about this gang life and being involved in this drug game, so I'm going to choose that over everything else. So as Gary's name alludes to, the overnight math genius, I think it's just a little too convenient that you can say that this character is really good at math and all of a sudden he would fit perfectly into Tommy's organization. So that's a little ridiculous. And then later on towards the end of the episode, we see that Tommy is, obviously Tommy tells him that I think I got a spot for you on the team. So Obviously, as a viewer, you're thinking to yourself, okay, so Tommy has his eye on DMAC. He's going to get him involved one way or another. So at the end of the episode, Tommy, all of a sudden, you know, you see DMAC. He's once again looking at the photo of his father, has it stowed away in his little box outside, some random area. All of a sudden, Tommy comes out of, out of the shadows as if Batman basically comes out of the shadows 
And I'm thinking to myself, Tommy has all this time just to be stalking people. That's that's kind of crazy. But he comes out of the shadows, sees, finds the box that he had, and then he learns after seeing the photo, oh, that's JP's son. Very interesting, okay, that Tommy would find out all this information. So, JP, so, so D-Mac and Tommy know the truth, but JP doesn't. And I'm very curious to see what's going to happen and how this information is going to get translated when the show returns, because it's, 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 it's on a week break next week. So we'll see about that. But a lot of the things that we mentioned about Tommy and Claudia, it, it looks as though they're going to continue having some issues because again, Claudia does not know. I mean, uh, Tommy does not, does not know that Claudia went behind his back to basically talk to CBI about this whole thing, to talk to Diamond specifically. So I'm very curious to see what happens with that and how this whole thing works out now that uh, JP is helping with the product. By the way, very funny that Liliana has taken an interest in JP because we already know that JP does not does not like women. So that will not work out. But uh, the flirtatious stuff was funny to watch. So I'll give him credit for that. Okay, finally, the final takeaway. And I wanted to save the best for last. Okay, let's talk about the Flins. Let's talk about one of the weakest characters on the show, Vic. Okay, this episode, right, you know, Vic, obviously, he catches up with Gloria. By the way, no explanation whatsoever in regards to the message that was sent last week when she made the comment about, oh, yeah, you're always the same. You're always going to be with the family. And, of course, yes, he does meet up with her, and he tells her, yes, well, I have a plan now. After talking with Tommy, Tommy gives him keys to an unmarked vehicle, tells him that your father is planning to kill you, and that's it. Now, prior to all of that, Walter actually reaches out to Tommy about joining his organization, which I think is very interesting because Tommy is the reason why this all this stuff with the Serbs is going to cause a lot of chaos in Chicago. So I don't really understand why he would want Tommy in unless he wants Tommy in so he can keep a closer eye on him and eventually try to kill him, which we know is not going to happen. That's this this is this this is Tommy, so that's not going to happen. But pretty much he basically is trying this whole episode Walter is trying to you know he does approach Gloria he does approach Gloria trying to find out what she's involved I mean to say not Gloria he approaches Claudia trying to get information again on what she's working with and they have a very heated exchange which I thought was very interesting but then he also again he continues to talk to Vic basically trying to get him on board trying to figure out a way so that again cuz Vic is the one that is meant to replace him and we know that Walter has lung cancer. It's at stage one. So obviously he has an opportunity to address it now, although I think he is still in denial. He doesn't want to tell his family about what's really happening. And we do see later in this episode when Polly approaches Polly, I mean, when Polly approaches uh, Vic, he basically tells him about the fact that Tommy approached Walter that Walter was trying to get Tommy involved. And that made him very angry. So obviously I think Vic is very angry at both Tommy and Walter at this point, doesn't trust either one of them. And he does make the decision to leave with Gloria, but he decides to take his vehicle instead of the vehicle that Tommy told him to take. And of course, what happens, ladies and gentlemen, he gets in the car, they drive. And of course they get attacked by the Serbs. Gloria gets killed. And then Walter is, I'm going to say, uh, Vic is just devastated, crying, but definitely not a smart character, not smart whatsoever, because number one, you already knew 
that the Serbs were still coming after you, even more so after your father decided to take out all those other Serbs at the at at, at, at the bar. So you have to think from a logical standpoint, you got to be smart about how, how you're approaching things. And secondly, because you knew you had an opportunity to leave with Gloria sooner, why not just leave now? Forget packing the bag. Let's get the hell out of here right now. But instead he waits and then this happens. So I expect now the character blames Walter. He blames Tommy and he's going to have a grudge with the both of those characters moving forward. And I believe that that will eventually lead to Vic himself getting killed by, by Tommy, I, w- I would assume. Uh, because the whole time Tommy has been cooperative with Vic, despite what happened to them in the first episode this season, he has been cooperative working with him. So everything is going to fall apart now. And I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But I have to say, overall, this episode, it was very weak for me. There were some interesting things in it in terms of what I can see that they're doing with the characters, what they are doing with the storylines ahead. I still think CBI is a more interesting story. Uh, But again, uh, I'm not really sold on what's happening. Uh, I also was expecting to see another character show up on this show, 2-Bit, a character that, you know, people have been saying he's probably going to be on this show at some point. That did not happen either. So uh, overall, very disappointed. But again, this is power. Uh, So we will be continuing to watch the show. And I look forward to seeing if anything exciting happens in the next three episodes. But that's my takeaways for this week. All right. Excellent takeaways. And yeah, I I, uh, I agree with a lot of what you said. And uh, I do feel like um, it should have been the, the episode should have like it should have left us like anticipating the next episode like since because of the having that break but it didn't really do that for me um but yeah i guess uh we'll talk a bit more about it uh but oh. yeah I'll get to what's up oh i just want to make a quick comment yeah uh the other one thing i did like we saw the return of kate very yeah. very briefly yep because they kept 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 teasing every week this character, oh, she needs to return. And now that her mother is really is dead, you know, I think now uh, we'll see if that happens. But I, I will give them credit for that because now we'll maybe maybe we'll get some answers on the lineage of Tommy and JP. And I know we had a comment last week where someone asked a really great question. Who was the oldest between Tommy and JP? I, that's a great question. But right. see, we need answers. And this is why I say, from a writing standpoint, they have to improve. So We'll see if we get those answers in the next couple of, of weeks. Oh, yeah. We definitely need answers now. Like, um, And I'm sure with Kate returning, we're going to get, you know, I think we're going to get a lot of new uh, family-based plot threads that we, we haven't, you know, we haven't heard about uh, as of yet. So, you know, uh, that's one thing I'm, I'm kind of curious to see, like, you know, how they're going to manage that whole storyline with JP and the, the other side of the family and stuff like that. So... Uh, that will be interesting. Um, but yeah, excellent takeaways from Richard, as always. Um, so, you know, I'll get to mine uh, now. And there's not, there's not, I don't have like a lot to say about this episode. Um, but uh, the one, one thing that stood out to me, and you kind of touched on this, Rich, uh, is there was a lot of backstabbing in this episode. I mean, well, not necessarily backstabbing, but people going behind each other's backs. Um, I'll say that because uh, uh, we had, first of all, we had uh, Walt 
summoning Tommy. Like he, you know, he asked to see Tommy and everything. And, you know, he was talking about uh, about Vic and Gloria and all that stuff. And, you know, during like, I'm just wondering, um, and I have a question about this later, but what is, he's, he's acting like very, very weird right now. Like for somebody who's the head of the family and he has two children, you know, son and a daughter, he is acting like real weird because he's threatening Claudia and, you know, he wants to kill his son's girl that he knows he's in love with. Like, I would think that the position he's in, he'd be trying to keep his family close and trying to help them and guide them and, you know, just set up the the, the legacy of the family. But he's like, he's, he's just moving crazy right now. Like, he's just going behind his child children's back and, you know, just doing all sorts of grimy stuff um, unnecessarily, I think. Um, so yeah, uh, that was interesting to see him summon Tommy. And of course, like they, they, like they, uh, Tommy alluded to the fact that, you know, he, he, uh, he shot the Serbs and everything. And Walt said, yeah, I'm just finishing what you started and stuff like that. So it was cool to see them acknowledge what they've both been up to since they last seen each other and stuff like that. Um, because the streets talk. So, you know, they probably like, they probably know about this stuff. Like if he, like Tommy probably heard about it, even though we didn't specifically see it because sometimes this show just doesn't want to show us these things, but you know, we know that he would probably find out about it, you know, even if we didn't see him find out about it. Um, but yeah, uh, that was, that was interesting. And then you had Claudia talking to Diamond, you know, behind Tommy's back. And that was, that one was super interesting just because they've made this arrangement to be in business together with the Dahlia drug. Like they've made this commitment and now it's already kind of like they're already backstabbing each other essentially. Um, because if you're going behind Tommy's back to try and cut a deal, you know, that is like, that doesn't say much for the future of the, of this arrangement that they have. Like if, if they're already trying to go behind each other's backs to do business, like is it's not a good look. Um, so yeah, I want to, I want to see if diamond is going to tell Tommy about this or if, you know, this is going to, um, come out to, if, if this is going to get back to Tommy in any way because I want to know like what the reaction will be for that. Um, and depending how some of these other stories play out, um, things can get real messy, I think, um, in terms of like the Dahlia business arrangement. So that would be interesting to see. And then you had, then you had Paulie talking to Vic and telling him about the fact that, um, that Tommy met with Walt. Um, so, you know, we, we, uh, we had a conversation about Paulie before, on um, an older episode where we were saying if he could potentially turn disloyal to, to Walt. Um, and, you know, this kind of, kind of plays into the fact that, you know, maybe he will, maybe he is fed up of, of Walt, you know, maybe he'll get fed up of what, of what Walt has been doing and how he's been acting. And maybe he'll start, you know, trying to help the children a little bit more, you know, both Claudia and Vic, um, or maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll try and groom Vic, in, into becoming a stronger leader to replace his father or something of that nature, you know? So that would be interesting to see what Paulie's stance will be, because I think Walt is very delusional, very deranged at the moment. I don't know if it's because of his sickness, you know, um, cause maybe it's putting pressure on him and maybe, maybe he's just having a hard time processing the fact that he's sick and he's just acting really crazy. 
you know. So, um, at, but I do think that um, his behavior is going to affect the mentality of those around him, including Paulie. So, uh, it will be cool to see, you know, how how that plays out. And you know, I'm sure they're going to bring up Paulie's son again because you know why would they show us his son if they're not planning to to use that as a story device? So, I'm sure that is going to come into play at some point as well. But yeah, it's like um, it seems like that a lot of people in the show are snakes because they just they're just going behind each other's backs and you know keeping secrets, keeping secrets, and just like you know not telling people things, important things. So, um, but yeah, one of the characters that I, I think almost everyone's favorite character is probably Liliana at this point because you know she's just such a free spirit. She she's free thinking. Um, and I just think she's a really great character in the show. Um, I think Claudia and Liliana are probably my two favorite characters in this. Uh, uh, but yeah, everyone else is like, they're just kind of all over the place. Like they're just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird dynamic in the show at the moment. Like I, I just, I can't even predict what's going to happen anymore because these characters are so unpredictable with, with the, with their decision-making. Um, so you know, uh, moving on, now that Tommy knows about DMAC and JP, um, now he knows that connection, you know, he could be the one that bridges the gap. And, um, you know, of course, we saw in this episode that that Tommy asked his brother JP to join the organization as a cook, you know, because uh, they need another cook to so that they can make more of the Dahlia and everything like that. So now JP is officially in the organization um and he even offered dmac a position after seeing you know his his math skills and everything so now it's like you've got the whole family in involved in the business um and i wonder how far they are going to take that dynamic of you know all three of them being involved in this whole dahlia thing like you know because is this going to now be a family business for them um and you know of course tommy now that he has this knowledge, he can push the button and he can he can um, put JP and and DMAC in a room together so that they can connect and talk about their issues and everything like that. But then there's also the fact that, you know, the gra uh, grandma Egan passed away. And, uh, you know, we saw at the end of the episode, Kate, you know, uh, JP called Kate finally. And now it seems like she's going to be in the mix. So it's going to be a whole family affair at this point. It seems like like the next maybe the next episode or something we'll we'll get like a family dinner table scene or something where all the you know all the the family dirt comes out. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be a funeral happening for for Grandma Egan. So um, you know it'll be interesting to see if DMac will be at that funeral even because um, you know it it will just be interesting to see how long Tommy holds that that knowledge you know is he going to is he going to tell jp straight away or is he going to hold off on saying anything you know because he's caught up doing other stuff but uh, it seems like he would you know he would that's that's something pretty important and if the grandma passed away that's going to be the time where you want to fix these family you know issues so i think it should be like his number one priority to kind of link those two together and I'm anxious to see how how that will change these characters moving forward as well, like JP and DMAC, because I'm pretty sure JP won't be the same. Like, like it's going to change him. Maybe he won't even want to cook no more. Um, 
because because my thing is like when when Tommy at the start of the episode when Tommy said he he wanted another cook, I was instantly thinking, okay, two bit. This is going to be like what two bit does or something. Um, but no, it ended up being JP. Um, and I just don't know if that's going to be sustainable for a long time, like him having JP as the cook. Um, and, you know, with the whole DMAC thing, I'm like, if 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 JP um, is united with DMAC, is he still going to want to do that? Because he should want to set a good, uh, you know, good, um, a good image for, for his son. You know, he should want to... Uh, Guide, guide him in in a better direction especially if he's this math genius he should you know he should be trying to groom him to do something better with his skills with you know his talents that he has so yeah i'm just uh keen to see how they're gonna uh play this whole family dynamic because it definitely evolved in this episode um so yeah that'll be interesting and then um so yeah, I think that was pretty much it because I was going to talk about Kate, but I already kind of did. Um, and Gloria's death, I guess I'll touch on that quickly. Um, now, <laughs> it, I feel like I feel like they didn't uh, set it up in a in a good way, like like because Richard said something earlier, like uh, when when you said that they didn't address what happened last week, they just kind of rushed into you know what happens in this episode, like. But they did, there was no like resolution of her just up and leaving and leaving behind that letter, uh, questioning Vic, you know, and his character and everything. Um, like it, there was there was no resolution to that. So it's like, why? Sh I'm I'm feeling like why should we care that she's gone now? Like that, that's that's my thing. Uh, it's like what? Okay, she's dead. I, I don't feel anything because I feel like we didn't get any like any emotional connection to the character at all throughout the whole series. Like we just saw her sleeping with Tommy and Vic and we saw her shoot. And like, I just, there wasn't much emotional, like, you know, engagement with the character. It seemed like, you know, just a few scenes of, you know, Vic showing her, he wants to build a house for her. Okay, cool. It was like a montage almost like, okay, but that's not enough. I feel like there should have been more build up to, to this death to make us feel it. Um, and even like the actual scene, it just, the action in this episode just felt a bit clunky to me. It didn't feel seamless. Like um, in some previous episodes, the action has been amazing. Like uh, the, the choreography of the action was really good. And, and especially the episode where they're taking out the Serbs, it, that was amazing. Like that had me on the edge of my seat. But in this, it just felt like, it just felt off to me. Like it just didn't feel authentic. Um, so I didn't really feel anything about Gloria's death. Like, it was just like, okay, cool. That's that then, you know, but I am interested to see how this affects Vic though. That's the one thing I, I will say. Um, and I have a question related to this later on, but I want to see, you know, because now, now that he knows his father went behind his back to talk to Tommy and, you know, now he doesn't trust Tommy or Walt, so I'm wondering if he is going to blame both of them for this and, um, you know, what he, he might do in, in retaliation, uh, because he's he's definitely going to be angry about this. And this could also be the thing that kind of kicks him in shape, like, and, and, and helps him develop a backbone, uh, because, you know, we talked about the fact that he doesn't really have 
a backbone and he doesn't, you know, he wants Gloria, but he doesn't take action. You know, Dana talked a lot about that. I think he doesn't take action. He's not active in his decision-making to kind of show that he wants to be with Gloria and that, you know, he, he wants to do whatever it takes to, to make her his wife. Um, so maybe this will be the lesson that he needs to learn to become that person. So, you know, I want to see the shift that is going to come from this death, even though, you know, I feel like they didn't drop it. They didn't develop it properly. Uh, they have an opportunity to tell a really great story about Vic and his growth if they play their cards right. So, um, you know, that's what that's what I'll say about that. But, yeah, that's pretty much my takeaways. Um, we'll talk more about some of these, you know, topics a little more later, but. I am keen to hear what Miss Dana Abercrombie has to say about the episode. So take it away when you're ready, Dana. Oh, you're on mute. Oh. Sorry. Can you hear me now? All right. I just want to address something really quickly. I've been taking some notes on what you guys are saying because I disagree. Um, first off, um, when Richard said, you know, the whole thing about math genius, you didn't like how he suddenly became a math genius. He gave a whole backstory that he's always been a math genius. But the thing is, he sees things in numbers. And remember, he's, he's only started to learn how to read at the age of six. And he always and people always thought he was slow because of that. And when people are discouraged a lot in school and always labeled slow instead of people trying to find out what's really going on, they tend to drop out. And yes, you could say it's convenient he became like this in, in, in drugs, but that's what happens sometimes, um, a lot of times. And he is, could use that math equation that he's able to do very quickly to work with Tommy. And I like the fact that Tommy brought him on and he understood like, look, this is something that we need right now. And I recognize it. The other thing is I don't have a problem with Tommy conveniently finding the um, – the uh, the I guess safe thing with um that D Mac had when he was with the pictures and everything because if you're bringing someone new in who's a kid and you don't really know their angle or even just an adult and you don't know their angle you're gonna be on the lookout and you're gonna be you're gonna take priority to you know see what's going on and it's already been established that D Mac money he's really bad at trying to stalk people and to stalk Tommy. So he wouldn't know, you know, he's very new at this. So I actually appreciated that. And also it moves the story along because I want my dinner scene with the entire family, not knowing that they're, everyone is all related. So the fact that they had Kate at the very end, even though I felt nothing personally, I look forward to what could possibly happen. Um, overall, this show has been a show of possibilities and what I hope would happen, and we haven't gotten there, which makes me really sad. Um, another thing also is um, Tommy, yes. Um, JP being brought in as being the cutter. I understand that the whole musician thing, and like, why is he a musician? He's good with his hands. Um, measurements, you know, notes, in order to to play, I'm going to assume he learned music. He's that he had to read it. So you know, there are certain things that he's able to understand with measurements, and so I don't really have a problem with what they did with that. What was really interesting is that Liliana and JP, the whole flirt, the whole flirting thing. JP has that nice deep voice. You know, he has a deep voice, and, and anyone, man, woman, is going to be like, "Hey, talk to me." So I like that, and I honestly, it's weird. 
like you guys talked about the chemistry and kind of how they behave all together. It's weird. Like I like it. And then I don't like it because it feels a little too, Hey, hum, we're all best friends, but they did that a lot in all of the power um, universes so far, especially with Tommy ghost and, um, Oh my God, Kanan. So they've had those moments where it was like just really hammy and everyone is just getting along and it feels like I'm watching some kind of comedy show. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. Another thing is I, Gloria's death meant nothing to me just because they kept foreshadowing it so heavily in this episode. We're going to run away together. I'm choosing you. I'm finally choosing you. Okay. I'm really not dead. I just had to clear my head. I sold the house. Like I, I, it was too much that you knew she was dying. Um, and then also the fact that, um, Victor purposely took the wrong, took the keys because he didn't trust Tommy. I don't blame him for that, actually. Because remember, this was after Paulie went and told him that Walter was speaking to Tommy and he wanted to bring him in. So in my mind, I would think that Tommy d- doesn't really want me to succeed and he's trying to do something janky. So I would take the wrong keys just to be like, I don't trust you either way. So that part really didn't bother me. It made sense to me. It was just unfortunate that, you know, the Serb popped out and was like, hey, but you also knew it was going to happen because they were sitting in the car and it was like, oh, I love you. It's going to be so great. And you knew something was going to happen. Too much foreshadowing for me. Um, another thing is that um, um, for the midseason break, I overall thought that they would go a little bit harder with this, but I guess we're going to just end up having Victor blaming Walter for everything. And it's going to be that father and son showdown and maybe he might kill her who knows maybe and claudia somehow gets involved but i feel hopefully that uh someone was gonna die and i don't think it's gonna be victor um but then again at the weird thing it's like because we found out that walter's cancer is only stage one and not stage stage four it could be a possibility that walter ends up living or maybe neither Walter or Victor dies at all. But because they emphasized, it's early. We can do the treatment. But we have to do it now. I think he'll be around. I don't, I don't, there's no point. Like, it was like, we stage five. You need to go on some kind of dialysis. There's nothing we can do for you. The man's coughing up blood, as we've seen before. But, yeah, I think he's going to be around another season. Um, another thing is... Um, Walter, you said that Walter has been acting weird. I don't think he's been acting weird. I think he's been acting like a man who doesn't have control over his family like he once had before. And, you know, even Paulie's been whispering in his ear saying, dude, what are you doing? So he kind of feels really isolated at this moment. And because of that, he's he's feels that, you know, we have that parental figure where all my children are misbehaving and I'm going to have to go and, and straighten this whole mess out. And with Walter, it's just like, I don't know. I might have to end up killing somebody at the end of the day. Um, so I think that he has been acting just perfectly fine. He's just acting as someone who cannot control his kids. And as Paulie even alluded to, he can't control his kids because of him. So I'm wondering, you know, I feel that Walter is maybe kill someone in the family soon. And it, it could easily just be Paulie at this time. Who knows? And the, the fact that I wonder if Walter is going to find out that Paulie has been the one talking to um, Wichima face to uh, Victor. 
And maybe that will cause friction within him as well. Being like, I can't trust you. You keep running to my kids and you're telling everything. So I see a lot of miscommunication happening with that. Also, the whole thing with Gloria. Um, remember, Walter called off the whole killation with Gloria. He said, you know, just don't do it. You know, so um, it's going to just still end up leading to some kind of miscommunication because Victor does think that Walter is the one who is trying to kill Gloria and was then succeeded at that. He doesn't know the business of what's going on with Tommy. So it's just, just going to be a lot of miscommunications, which could have easily been solved with a conversation. But this is the route they decided to go on. Whatever. Um, one of the things that I didn't like, um, I will say overall, it just felt weak. I think that this was kind of the breaking point episode where I'm like, yeah, the writing's kind of bad. I'm going to still keep watching. But I can admit now, the, the writing is kind of bad. I expected, you know, something along the lines of it being better than the Tariq show. Um, and somehow it's the weakest one so far. There's a lot of bantering and things I just don't really like. But um, overall with this one, I did not like how... Um, what was his name? Diamond. Nope, not Diamond. Gerard basically went and, and killed the, the Hasidic Jew, which is not a pilgrim, but killed the Hasidic Jew. It just felt like it was really like corner boyish amateur hour. Give me your bag. What? No. Ping, ping, ping. Um, I wished at the end of the day that there was nothing but a sandwich in that bag. Cause remember that was a pastrami shop that they was, that was a front for. So I just wanted it to be some pastrami and I'd be like, ah, but they didn't do that. Um, another thing, I do not like Adrian. I do not understand the purpose of Adrian. I don't know why she's here. Season two, what that we stated this before. She would have been fine in season two. Okay, let's go with this angle. I don't know why. What are we trying to squeeze in? We're screwing, we're squeezing in too many side stories and it's distracting and it takes away time. What could have been? And I don't like this new girl adriana and the fact that diamond knew who she was and still was like ah, i'm gonna see if she'll tell the truth you're wasting my time and his time and her time everyone's time is wasted i don't like this um another thing i want to know more about elijah because remember elijah Benden was was supposed to be the one who was going to tell everything to adrian where is elijah at this point um will we see elijah yep he's dead he got shot in the shootout. Jesus. You know who I confuse Elijah with? I confused Elijah with, remember when D-Mac got into a fight with that kid? Oh, yeah. You're talking about uh, his friend. D-Mac's yes. former friend. Former friend. I got I got those two confused. So please, forgive me for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, another thing is that I found interesting. I do like Tommy and Claudia's little partnership that they have going on and the fact that um, Claudia wants to, well, Tommy meets with Claudia to bring her more money, but instead, you know, she wants to be a leader. She wants to be out in the forefront and she's not afraid of her father anymore. And she's going to, you know, willingly do this. And the father is losing his mind saying, I'm going to crush you, whatever you have going, I'm crushing it. Um, which was cute. Uh, it reminds me of the whole Oedipus thing. You know, the whole theory of marry your, what is it, how you marry your father and you sleep with your mother. It doesn't mean that literally, but it's basically saying that the child wants to overtake the family. And in order to do that, you know, killing the fathers. Maybe it's Claudia who, like, gets rid of Walter. We're all concerned about Vic. What about Claudia? Claudia is the one with more of a backbone than anything. So maybe it's Claudia. I'm tired of you, da. 
And if he's running around saying, I'm going to crush you, you got to get crushed back. So that would be interesting. And we've seen her before. She took out those two guards. She's slowly getting up there. She's working her way. She knows how to bury them bodies in the woods by herself now. So I like that. What's going on there? Um, also, another thing, I just overall feel sorry for the chemist. You know the chemist is going to die. But she's been trying. She's been holding on. We have some conversations going down. I thought she was going to die this episode because um, Liliana was like, I can replicate it. I'm good now. Let her go. Liliana wanted her to be let go. And Tommy was still wanted her to hang on because remember that he wanted to break it up into eight-hour shifts. We need to produce more. And that's when JP comes in. So I'm really wondering... What's going on with this chemist? Can we? And the fact that Liliana wants her to be let go, it's very interesting. I wonder that if they do decide to kill the chemist, if Liliana will be like, no, here's a secret thing. Here's the back door. Go. Remember how Ghost saved her life? So I wonder if she will repay the favor. So that's another thing. Um, so overall, I just really wanted to say that um, I like the whole the family affair i looked i i'm not mad at what the whole situation with jp jp's monologue about the cycle of being broke is killing him was the most realistic thing um from this whole episode because man that is true it hurts to be broke it it will kill you more than anything else i think that's one of the leading cause of death brokenness but we don't talk about that because government um another thing that i really do like um um, is that, um, I think that's mainly kind of it. The whole thing with Gloria was just kind of corny. Um, the fact that JP's mother died, but it's suspicious. I really don't care. She wasn't really like a main point anyway. And like, sad to say, but she was old and she was in that home. So I don't really see this being like some big moment in the story that we should care about. Um, but her death is suspicious. Whatever. Um, overall, it was just, a, it was a decent episode, and that was kind of it. We had a Belfast moment with Walter actually breaking down what was going on with his father, um, and was breaking down what happened with his backstory. I think that was nice that they, they put that out in there. Um, but overall, it, it could have been more than what it was. I don't hate it, but I just want it more. Yeah, um, excellent takeaways. And I, I agree with, uh, you know, some of the things you were saying about the writing being a bit flat. Um, I do think they're trying to do too much, like, especially with the Adrian thing, like they're just trying to introduce too much because like the Adrian, the Adrian thing could be a great story if they gave it more time. Go ahead. I completely forgot another thing, and this is because it should have been forgettable. Bennington. Um, I think that's his name, Bennington or Benning, Benningen, the guy who's the cop. His friend, well, not his friend, really. Seamus. You're talking about Shame. the cop, Seamus. Yep. Yes. He found out that he is under the the pay grade, the payroll of the Flins. And he wants $50,000 out of the $100,000 cut that he's already getting. So this is when he ups his price to, uh, what was it, to the 100 I'm going to assume double, to Victor. And it just seemed really convenient. And then thing, and here's the thing with, with Seamus, I don't care about his back. I don't care about his side story. 
I just don't care. And so this is just another element that we're adding into the story that I don't know what you're trying to do with the overall picture. I I just want to make a comment and say I agree 100% with you. And I think it's because of the scene that happens immediately after that when Vic meets up with him and says, I want you to find out who was behind this drug because we, the family needs access to it. So now, you know, by Vic being in the situation he is now in now with, with Gloria's out the picture, he's going to be even more aggressive to try to find out who's behind this drug so he can get a piece of that. So then are you going to, are you saying that now Seamus wants also in with it because he needs the money in order to play, pay off that other guy who's blackmailing him? He he needs the money to pay off, to pay the guy, the, the guy in charge or whoever is above him. And also see, he can take care of the medical bills of his, uh, his sister. And you're saying, so I understand and I appreciate like everyone's looking for the maker of Dahlia and Dahlia seems to be the core of the story. But mm-hmm. there's just so many side elements and side quests that I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. And they, they should have just cut more. They needed to do some more editing and some more rearranging and work on the, for the writing for this episode. Because if you have everyone looking for Dahlia, I would have even appreciated if Seamus was like, we're looking for Dahlia because it's ruining the lives, you know, and people are dying left and right. No one's died yet, which I guess is a plus for some people. But for Seamus, I'm just like, okay, so you just need it because you need to make money. It's not like you're, you know, going out there and it's like a Frank Lucas and that other guy story. Cool. Well, no, I, I the the cop Seamus, he only wants the money so he can take yeah. care of his family so, stuff. But you're and you're giving me stories like your family stuff. Who's your family? I don't know, and I still don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the show does a lot of like show don't tell. Like I think it would be more effective if they showed some of these things. Like mm-hmm. that made us actually care. Like if we if we saw Seamus's uh you know family member suffering or something like that and see how it affects him. Maybe we would care then, you know. I don't. I don't think so because I saw the mama die. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yep, Someone killed the mama. I'm like, I don't care. They didn't set that up either. I don't think they didn't do a good job setting that up either. I mean, we saw her in the first episode, but I mean, first. yeah, you was, saw you saw her a couple times throughout the season, but it was not really just always JP checking up on her and all this other stuff. That's it. Yeah, and right. then like I'm sorry. Go ahead, no. No, I'm just wondering with that storyline and the fact that it connects with JP, and because he's more affected than than Tommy really is, does that mean JP is now going to go out and search for for revenge? Is that another side quest that we're going to go on? Oh, I, I, I no, I, 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 you know, I think JP now is concerned about uh, he needs to figure out how to help Tommy sell this product. The cycle of brokenness. Um, yeah, that that that's his main thing, you know, because he, 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 I mean, he, it felt like he was at peace with what happened with her, because when he told Tommy and stuff. But now he so wants to talk to Kate. It? That's why he called Kate, and Tommy also tried to call Kate. So obviously, he's now focused on get. I want I want Kate to give me some answers. I can't unless, I can't I can't be as deep as him, but I, I want Kate, Kate to give me some answers. Unless Kate was the killer, I don't I don't see the point of okay, grandma died, but like it's not even just that. It's grandma was killed. Someone came in and purposely did that to grandma. So oh, well, I don't understand the connective that, thread of why I should care. I I I honestly don't think we're gonna get an answer to so what happened with the grandma. 
I, 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 I have no idea. I think now it's going to be about he, 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 JP. I think more than anything, JP is angry because people have been lying to him. So he, this is why he reaches out to Kate because he wants Kate to answer a lot of the questions he has. Um, so that that's, I think he's just going to shift his focus towards that now and and helping what? Tommy out. What you just said was a better catalyst than having grandma die. And that be the reason why we need to call Kate. What you just said right there Mm -hmm. and showing all of the lies and the confusion that he had in the tape. Remember when he was looking at the tape, it was like, oh, we were right there at the same time. And we never went back to that. Mm -hmm. That was more of a catalyst to talk to Kate than grandma dying. I agree. A hundred percent. Yep. I agree. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, great points. Um, so I just want to give a, before we get to um, our other discussions, I just want to give uh, the viewers a reminder to definitely drop your thoughts and theories about, you know, everything uh, we're talking about and hit the like button also um, and consider subscribing to the channel. Um, so, yeah, uh, you guys raised some some excellent points there, you know, about the whole, uh, the whole grandmother storyline and Kate and everything. Um, so I guess the first, uh, the, the first question we'll go with is like, what is your actual, you know, thoughts about Kate? Like what was, was that a good way to end the episode with Kate being back? And what do you think this could potentially, you know, add to the show and is it going to make it a stronger show or is it something that will be a diversion from everything that they've already been setting up? So, um, you know, that is the first question. So what do you think, Dana? What do you think about that? And you're muted. can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, I can hear you. I missed that whole thing. My computer said, nope. Okay, basically the question was, um, you know, just to, to, to piggyback off of that, that Kate conversation, um, do you think them ending this show with this right before the break was a good way to, you know, um, end the show. And do you think this addition of Kate is going to be something that um, adds something positive to the show, or is it going to be too much of a diversion to the stories they've already been setting up? Do you think? Because we're at episode eight, and it's like we've been the whole setup has been Tommy coming to Chicago, and you know, setting up Dahlia and everything like that. And now we're all of a sudden we're getting all of this family stuff happening. So is it going to overlap like what what's already been built up, do you think? No, because the show's build up was janky from the beginning. So why not just continue the jankiness and then have Kate? Here's the thing, in my brain, in my mind, I just want that dinner scene. Give me that dinner scene and I will forgive 10% of what you've done. Um I think that because, again, we have a lot of things going on at once and it deviated from what was the initial show or which we thought was going to be the initial show with Tommy going to Chicago and setting up his life in Chicago only to find out that this is a family drama. Um, uh, I think that if you were going by what the way that the show is actually turned out to be, then it's fine. Um, I just didn't know that all the drug stuff would be secondary. I thought it would be the main thing as to why we're here, but it kind of feels like it's secondary. So going with that, I don't mind Kate being there. Kate is there to provide a lot of answers, even though I think it'll be funny if she doesn't say anything. I don't know this kid. Bye. And then just leaves. 
but the purpose of her being there, I hope, is to actually shed some light into what happened. You know, Kate saying, I didn't want this kid. I was a hoe and move on with my life. Um, I don't have any issues with how it ended because there was a lot of weak things to begin with. So I just don't, I don't have any issues with how they brought Kate in. Um, I was shocked that it wasn't Tommy because JP has been asking for her number for so long now. And he, Tommy said no. And the fact that he, I guess, finally found the number and just started to call, you know, it just, it just, good for him. But, you know, overall, I, I just don't feel anything aside from just give me some answers. I wonder if she'll start asking people for money or she wants to be a part of what they have going on with Dahlia. Maybe she'll overdose on Dahlia. Who knows? But um, I do think that she might get into the mix with Dahlia. And, and how that ends up happening, I don't know. But overall, I just don't feel anything for what they did with Kate. But I look forward to see how they rectify this or even botch this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, like, it just, it feels like this is something that maybe should have happened in episode five, like the mid-season point. Um, because then at least we would have had like five more episodes after of like kind of seeing um, the consequences of this. Like, um, but yeah, like coming at episode eight, because there's not many episodes left now. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just, I just struggle to see how they're going to balance all of these different plot threads that have been introduced, you know, within the remaining episodes. But um, I'm sure they, maybe they have a plan. Um, but yeah, like another thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go on. No, I just simply don't think so because you had Tommy was the kid. Then you have the, so now Tommy has a brother. Tommy has a nephew. Tommy met his, I I don't know. I don't think we take the stepfather other side, JP's father. And then you have Kate and Kate is coming in to meet both her kids. I guess it would be, I don't know how you do it with the, I've failed when it came to family trees, but whomever the nephew is to Kate, I don't know that relationship. So Kate's an aunt now. I don't know how that works, but the point is, there's too many of the trees in the branch. Yeah, whatever you said. So there's too many trees in the branch, and so I just don't know what they're trying to do with this. Unless it's like some big family, unless they're doing family versus family. So you have the Flynn's versus the. That's what the I was going to say. No, the only way this makes sense is if they do like okay. So now you have the Tommy family, the Egan family, and you know the Flynn family. Like if it's like some sort of like you know mob thing. Then 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 you have the cousin. Remember the cousin in Indiana. So he's part of somebody's family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the Indiana family. With, with Freddie Gibbs, the Buddy family. I think his name is Buddy. But um, but Richard, what do you think about all of this? Like with Kate and you know the how it's fitting into the story in episode eight and everything. I agree a hundred percent with what you said that this should have been the mid season break episode. Episode five. Would I if I was working still working for stars as a writer, I would have recommended take episode five, which includes the Serbian shootout. And it ends with uh, the drive-by on Tommy and Liliana and put that as this episode before you go to mid-season break because it leaves anticipation 
for you to wonder, okay, so what is how are they going to re- retaliate against Tommy and everybody else in the next episode? That would have made more sense because as a viewer, you know, going on a break after this episode, unless you care about family drama and you love watching Maury Povich, who is getting canceled, by the way. Oh, wow. Very surprising. Unless you care about that stuff, I don't really think you're going to care too much about when this show returns because they made it a point to end the episode on that note. Yes, Kate has a backstory, but we definitely need to get some answers. And so I appreciate that. And I appreciate the family coming together because there's a lot of secrets that have to get revealed. Um, I personally don't think that that's the main point of, of this of this entire show, though. And that's why I say I wouldn't have ended the episode with this particular scene. But uh, it is what it is, and we'll have to wait and see what happens next. Um, and do I think that uh, something could potentially happen to Kate or any of the other characters in the in the in the in the next couple of episodes? Uh, I think it's possible. I mean, the main thing here is that I agree with Dana, with all the points Dana made earlier when she was talking about D Mac explaining his math when you talked about JP getting involved. I agree with I agree with everything she said because the way she explained it it makes perfect sense. But at the end of the day, now we have to remember the Serbians are still after Tommy. So anyone that is around Tommy, they need to watch their back. And I think that's why I feel cuz I had said uh, uh, on a previous episode I could definitely see Kate returning. She can end up she can end up getting involved in the crosshairs when they do do this attack. Her, JP, or DMAC, all of them, and Liliana as well. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. But I will say uh, Merkovich is still angry. He still wants Tommy. So as a viewer, I'm curious to see what's going to happen next. But I personally think if they had, if the, if this show, if, if they switched this episode with episode five, that would have made a difference. Because number one, you will be thinking about, Okay, so what is what happens next? How is Merkovich going to re- retaliate, and how is Jannard going to retaliate? Because the, it, fe- it feels like after that attempt on Tommy, it hasn't been addressed at all again on the show, and that's what I have an issue with. They they do something and they don't address it again later. So um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I I mean overall, I don't have a problem with the Kate storyline progressing if it progresses the show and everyone that's involved with the family. But uh, yeah, I think they definitely could have could have done a better job with what they decided to make the last scene they show with this episode. A hundred percent. Yeah, and like you, you guys make a great point about um, you know, it feeling a, a little um, you know, disorganized with the way the story is being told and stuff. And I, I kind of have a theory that um, some scenes and some editing took place in post production, like after everything was filmed. Because it really feels like they've just been moving things around and just like adding bits or, you know, maybe cutting bits from an older episode, putting it in a later episode. Like, it just feels like something doesn't match up uh, completely. Uh, what was you going to say, Dana? So they Morbius this? No, I was just going to say, oh, are you saying they Morbius this? Allegedly. <laughs> Is that what they did with Morbius too? Well, I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. I I don't know anything you know the internet talks i don't know anything embargoes oh yeah um it just like and and that would play into because i know me and uh we've talked about this before i think richard brought it up that um two bit 
was actually meant to be in this episode. Like he was listed on IMDb. So that would explain why some of these things aren't happening, like and why it's, you know, the I the IMBD is off because he didn't appear in this episode. So maybe they just cut it out and it doesn't happen. You know, it happens later on instead of in this episode or something. IMDB is a bit janky. Don't use that as like the Bible when it comes to who's be on the show. Yeah, there's that too. It just could saying. just yeah. Yeah. It could be in yeah. Info. You, you are 100% correct. Um, it, it, it has been consistent so far. That's why it's a little concerning. But uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I, 2-Bit could still be on the show, I guess. But um, I don't know. They have a lot to explain. And they only have three episodes left because this, the season is, is pretty much over. 8, 9, and 10. Uh, well, no, 9 and 10 because this was the 8th uh, episode, right? So, yeah, 9 and 10. That's it. Two more episodes. So. so, and by the way, that's a very dumb decision to take a break at this point. It's not <laughs> yeah. the it's not the mid season break at this point. So, I just want to. It's make that it's no. Here. We did that before with the previous other past. The problem is this is the execution of this. Well, well, yeah, we, we did do it before. We did it before. It was after episode five. So it exactly, really... that's what I'm saying. It, the mid season. No, I bet in like previous, like power universes, wasn't there always two breaks? No, no. They, it, it, well, no. it was it, 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 it was one in the very middle of the, of the of the season, but this is odd because you're taking a break, and then you come back, and there are only two episodes left. It's it does it feels very it doesn't really feel like I just don't understand why they just don't show the entire the entire season because I know Courtney kept complained about that on her live when she said she doesn't understand why they just don't show the all ten episodes. Um, there's another show currently airing on TV that we talk about on this channel that I'm not going to mention because it's not related to this show, but that show is 10 episodes. There is no break in between. So um, I think um, it's worth, 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 worth mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem necessarily with the break. I just think the placement of it with this is, is very poor. I think. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. So, but um, but yeah, just uh, one before we move on, just one more theory about uh, to, uh, Kate. So I'm I'm thinking that maybe in the next episode the Serbs come back heavy, like they come after everyone, like because I mean if they kill Gloria, that means they they're still you know um, that means they still hold a grudge. So I feel like they're gonna come back with a vengeance in episode eight, and I think um, Kate because Kate is gonna be maybe returning after this conversation she has, you know, maybe she's coming back to pay respects to her mother. Um, and I think uh, this might lead to Tommy, perhaps, you know, when he finds out about this, he might be a little concerned about Kate coming back into the war zone and he might actually call 2-Bit and have him escort Kate to, to Chicago. And maybe that's how they bring him, bring him into the mix. You know, because he's gonna want some some security or to to make sure she's safe if she's coming. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's possible. They can they can do something like that. I, I'm assuming. Uh, I just want to make a very quick point. Um, this is un unrelated to what you said. For those wondering why the episode is called "He Ain't Heavy," I see there is a 1960s song called "He Ain't Heavy." He's my brother. So I guess that is the tip off that this episode was going to be. How Tommy was finally going to get JP involved in the business. Okay, that's 
That's mm. interesting. See, I, I like that they do that stuff. Like they connect the, the titles and music and all that stuff. They do a good job with all that. But uh, yeah, just uh, just the, the writing doesn't it doesn't match what we saw in book two. Because like coming from book two onto this, it's just it just doesn't add up. But that's I agree. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess my next question, since we're on this topic, is uh, do you think we're going to get like a funeral? Oh, did you want to say something, Dana? Wait, what? That was the, the whole question. Discussion. Oh, I didn't ask another question. It was the okay. it was still the Kate topic. Oh, but go ahead, uh, answer. Go ahead. No, and, I just wanted to. I want, no, what I actually wanted to piggyback on yeah. what was talked about when it came to the Serbs going all out. Yeah, um, yeah. And Gloria's death. My okay. thing is. I don't blame the Serbs for what what they did, um, and the whole fact with Gloria. I don't think that it, that that was intentional. They remember again the car was switched in the whole situation, but also the way how Walter went and just executed everyone except for the waitress. It made sense that they retaliated the way they did. I thought that they retaliate even stronger. But I like the way how they retaliated. And Gloria, remember how I stated previously, and I even wrote this on the community tab, Courtney Kemp always said that there was always going to be an innocent who was caught up and dies. And that innocent was Gloria this time. And we kind of predicted this way in the beginning. Because I'm like, she's an innocent. It was either between her or JP. Um, So she's the one who I feel will end up being the catalyst to Victor, I don't know, doing something with something. And maybe it might bring the family together to, I don't know, retaliate back because now it's like what really happened? Because Walter never really told him what happened with the Serbs. Um, no, oh, oh, no, he I did tell him. He knows. He did tell him that he went on. Claudia, and, you know, he, him. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he, I'm, so, I'm forgetting a lot of things. Oh no no you, no you're good you're good but he he, he did tell him um, he did tell but no continue him. but the thing mm-hmm. the thing is I feel that for that right now that you know the Serbs feel justified in their retaliation even if Gloria was just an innocent and they didn't get a chance to actually kill Walter um, they're not going to stay around and examine to see whoever who who they got you know killed and plus well um, at the end remember Victor was able to still shoot so they know they didn't get him which means that they're probably going to come back again. My thing is, I wonder if the Flins, they need more than just themselves to retaliate against the Serbs. And I wonder if they're going to bring in someone, maybe I again, I know Walter hates CBI or any black people or anyone with melanin. But if he is going to bring in someone else as well in order to retaliate. Also, on top of that, what is Paulie going to do? Um, I do. I wonder if we're going to get to see Paulie in action and start taking out some people. Yeah. Yeah. Great thoughts. Um, yeah. With the Serbs, um, I do think this is going to be a problem. They all have to, they have, they're all going to have to deal with it because they're all in the mix now, especially because Walt took it upon himself to, to kill those Serbs. So this definitely is a problem they're all going to have to collaborate on, um, but it is going to put a strain on all of their relationships as well, I think. 
Um, but yeah, some great thoughts there. Um, and I wanted to ask because, you know, we, we did get essentially two deaths in this one, you know, one was the, the grandma and then uh, also Gloria. So do you think we're going to have like a, those funeral scenes uh, happen again in, in the next episode where it's like back to back funerals? And um, do you think DMAC might actually, do you think uh, they'll persuade DMAC to uh, actually appear at uh, the grandma's funeral? Um, do you think it will happen that soon with him kind of, you know, um, having that conversation with his father um, uh, to the point where he's now at the funeral too? Or is that too soon, do you think? Go ahead, Dana, you're already unmuted. Um, he doesn't, oh, I'm already unmuted. Uh, here's the thing. I'm not going to say no, no, because the show is just kind of throwing everything at us. But it just does, it feels kind of weird because only person who knows everyone is related is Tommy. JP doesn't yeah. even really know that's his own son. So to throw on, you know, on everyone, hey, um, I know your secret. For him to reveal everything, for JP to be in shock, and then on top of that, you're learning about Grandma. Um, I have made a big, unless Grandma's going to get buried before they're able to sit down and talk to everyone. I don't really see how that's plausible. It's like, hey, come with me to this old lady's funeral. Uh, it's just kind of weird. So I don't even know if they will include that. I don't know if there will be even a back-to-back. I definitely see Victor mourning and be like, oh, my God, my lady's dead. And maybe there'll be a, a service for for him, for him, because remember nobody else in the family really liked her, so he's just mourning her. Um, that'll just kind of really be it. I don't see them doing a funeral back to back like they did with the previous one. I liked how they did the previous one, but the one how they did previously was kind of felt like it was for a message. Everyone lost people on both sides during that whole shootout situation. For this is like grandma died. Because, you know, she's old, but now it's suspicious, but we really don't care. And then Gloria died because, you know, she was just an innocent involved in a car, but nobody likes Gloria. So is Gloria going to start coming in crying? Oh, my God. You know, so, no, I don't think that they're going to do a funeral back-to-back. But I do see it being more of, you know, later on, Victor will want to retaliate. That I do see happening. But in terms of what's going on with DMACC, no, you just have to sit down and break down to the whole family who everyone is. I think when Kate comes and arrives, that's when everything will start coming out more. Yeah, yeah, I agree that um, when they when they introduce these funeral scenes, I think it has to have some sort of purpose to the story as well. Like it can't just be like random, you know, funeral scene. It has to add something or add like an element to the story. Um, and I, I think the way they could do that with, I, I agree, it might be too soon for them to fit all that storytelling, all that development with uh, JP and DMAC uh, before the funeral. But it, but maybe, you know, maybe then um, it's at the funeral where Tommy tells JP or something like that's maybe when he first tells him, look, I know who your son is. You know, maybe that could happen. And then in terms of Gloria's funeral, I'm thinking because um, she must have some other family or somebody else that knows her. So maybe somebody is there and they confront Vic and maybe blame him for the death or something of that nature. I think that could be interesting to see. Um, but but yeah, what are you thinking, Rich? Because you got your thinking face on there. So JP 
you are the father. <laughs> um, now let, let's let's get to this. I, I know D Mac is he's very fast when it comes to solving math problems. I don't think that he's going to really be fast to solve this issue with his father. Now, he's not going to be at the funeral. I, I don't see him coming to the funeral. This is, I think, something that gets discussed after the funeral is over. Um, and 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 the thing is, is that because we're we're going to be at episode nine when this show returns, I could see maybe by the end of the episode or the start of the next episode, finally, D Mac will have a conversation with JP. Um, because it feels like there's a lot of stuff going on now that Tommy has to focus on. You know, he's focused on the expansion of the business. So I am curious to see how he's going to treat this situation as far as how fast he's going to tell JP. But I don't think this is going to be something he's going to tell him right as soon as the episode starts. JP, JP, I got to see, I got something to tell you. This kid that's been robbing you, that's, that's your son. I don't think he's going to do that as soon as the episode starts because there's a lot of things going on. And, and the other thing is that, Tommy has been very hesitant to want to talk to Kate. And in this episode, after he sees the picture of JP and, and you know, holding, you know, holding a DMAC, it felt as though he had a moment where he said, well, maybe I should try to reach out and connect. But again, at the end of the, at the end of the episode, you see him calling. And then when Kate answers the phone, it's JP. So again, with the editing there, I don't know if Tommy was able to get through and make the phone call. I assume JP did. So, um, or maybe Tom, Tommy hung, uh, hung up the phone. We don't, we don't know, but it kind of feels like based off how the episode ends, they have to address what's going on with Kate. So I definitely expect that to be something that is going to take up some of Tommy's time. Most of Tommy's time in the next episode, aside from the business stuff, because he has to stay focused on the business. Um, so it's going to happen. As for as for for Gloria getting a, a a funeral of some sorts, I think Vic will definitely have something where he memorializes her. I don't know if it's going to be a funeral because again, Vic is angry, and as y'all alluded to, I I feel he's angry at Walter and Tommy because Walter yes Walter had initially as Tommy told Vic yes. Walter is the one that wanted to have Gloria killed. We know Walter called that off. That was established. But he still does not trust Walter, his father, and he definitely doesn't trust Tommy. So I kind of feel like he's going to be wanting to go after the both of them and get answers for what happened. Um, How he retaliates is interesting. But one thing I will say is, which I think is, which I also think was very much deliberate. Now, Vic has a legitimate beef with Tommy, much like Gennard. So the idea of those two characters teaming up to try to take out Tommy, I think that is a lot more likely now because he's definitely going to blame Tommy for this. So let's see what happens. But um, as for the funeral stuff, I, I, agree, I agree with what Dana said. The way they had the funerals in the previous episode to show you the impact of the actions, it made sense. I don't want to see them do that again with these two characters here. They can have some type of way to memorialize them, but it shouldn't be an all-out funeral. If it is, it needs to be very brief because at the end of the day, it's about what's happening now in the story. Those characters have passed on and it's about what happens after they pass. So that's just my opinion. Go go to Dana. Unless my dinner scene is actually a funeral scene, 
Um, cause yeah, I've attended many of funerals where everything comes out and open and it ends up being a hot mess. I had my own, I had my own stuff, my own family. Um, but unless my, 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 unless that happens and with the, with the scene where there's a funeral scene to kind of bring everyone together and Kate walks in and that's when, you know, people start really going at it. There just doesn't seem a purpose and it's mm-hmm. grandma. And grandma really didn't have that much connection to a lot of the people, except for, I know that Tommy was like sad, but he wasn't really involved. Like JP was involved. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, that's true. And that I agree with exactly that. Like they could make the, the table scene, a funeral scene, but um, just the way uh, it is at the moment, maybe it'd be too soon to have everyone there. Um, unless maybe they saved the funeral for the last episode. I don't know. But. They can save the funeral for the last episode. That's when Kate comes in. Yeah. Tommy loses his complete mind. JP's mm-hmm. like, I invited her. And then like, well, yeah, you invited her. Well, then I invited your son. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that, maybe. But yeah, uh, we'll wait and see. I, I think uh, I think the dinner table would be much better just because, you know, we, we, we know what they can do with, with uh, that kind of saying at the dinner table. We've seen it before, so. That would be uh that would be amazing. Uh, but um so final question um I have for you guys is so you know we have Seamus, you know, looking like he he uh he spoke to Vic and Vic basically asked him to find out about this Dahlia. Uh we know that Janard wants to find out about it. Um and he's even um you know he's even like he showed it to to Buddy, his Gary Indiana Connect, played by Freddie Gibbs. Um, and you know now he has him on call to do some some kind of work for him wherever it is, you know um, even maybe he's going to ask him to kill Tommy who knows, but uh, we also have Walt who's trying to trying to find out what Claudia is up to, and we have Vic. So who do you think is going to be the first to find out who really is behind Dahlia? Because I think that's coming very soon because there's only so much longer they can go. I think I mean Diamond already kind of put put it together that Claudia, you know, because she, she came and spoke to him and made him an offer. And he, he, he even asked her, is it Dahlia? So it's not going to be very long before people find out who, who's really behind this, you know? Um, so who do you think is going to be the first and what is the the result of that going to be? You know, what is the fallout going to be once people know who is behind the Dahlia drug? Um, so, I will go to you first, Richard. What do you think about that? Well, I think that Diamond is a thinker, much like Tommy. I could see him figuring this out before everyone else figures it out. Um, But the way that they're going to handle this situation is because now you have, as you said, Buddy's getting involved and he has been asked to take out whoever is behind this. You have Vic going after Seamus and telling him to find out who was behind it. And you have Walter going out to also get involved. I think whenever, whatever happens, when, if it happens at, and because this show, they have to have the action packed. I think all of them are going to arrive at the place that they suspect it's, it's happening at the same time. And that will probably lead to a massive shootout with, 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 with all these characters. Um, And I also believe Gary, that you had a prediction 
a couple episodes ago, the barbershop is going to get shot up. I 100% believe that's going to happen now because nothing has happened to CBI, if you notice. From this whole fallout so far, nothing has happened to CBI from the Serbs. So this whole thing that Gennard has this plan of, yeah, when they come back, we already have their money saved. Just give it back to them. They're still going to want to retaliate. And I think that barbershop is definitely going to get shot up. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But in terms of who finds out first, it, 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 I feel like to me it has to be Diamond. He knows Tommy approached him in the previous episode. Well, he approached Tommy in the previous episode to find out what is this. And Tommy was like, hey, I don't I don't know anything about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think he's going to figure out because they're too much alike in terms of how they think as characters. And we know that Jannard is very hot-headed. So he's not going to figure it out. But Diamond will. That's my guess. So he'll find every, – every, everyone else will find out at the last minute. But – some of them will not still be alive by the time they actually know what actually happened. So we'll see. Yeah. Great point. I could definitely, uh, I think diamond definitely could put two and two together. Um, I just don't know if he'll be the first to act on the information or maybe he'll try to negotiate a way in. But I think for the other people, if they find out first, there might actually be some sort of force or some sort of violence involved if they find out first. So, um, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but it also depends because, like, let's say Vic or Walt, um, let's, if they if they find out Tommy is involved, maybe they would try to strong-arm Tommy out of it. But if they knew Claudia was in the mix, then maybe they would just go to Claudia directly and try to talk it out with her or something. So it depends who they find out first is behind it because they might not see them together they might not see Tommy and Claudia together. They might see one of them, you know. So um, it depends, you know, how who who they find out is behind it first, I guess. But uh, what was you going to say about it, Dana? Do you got any thoughts about that? Um, first of all, if they find out it's Claudia, they're going to crush it. So that right there should tell you. Um, I'm just, this is the part where I get frustrated because this should be the reporter's job and she should be the one to discover it first. Um, but no, she's busy banging Diamond for a reason I don't even know why anymore. I think that the person who f- is Paulie. Paulie is the one who seems to have his eyes and his ears on the streets and knows everything and he's just not, he's not talking. Um, also because of loyalty to family. I think he knows exactly what Claudia is up to. And what the other people are going or up against as well. He again, he's just not talking. Remember, he said his goal in life is to protect the family. So there's nothing for him to to, to say right now. Walter does not want anything to do with with Dahlia. So it's not like he's going to go and tell and report at all. This is because he doesn't want to know. Um, but he does want to find out what's going to happen, what's going on with Claudia. This is where I feel Paulie has to start making the decision of do we listen to what Walter says and Walter we know is going to crush Claudia and maybe end up probably killing her in a fit of rage or does Paulie intercept everything and is it Walter who has to go I don't know in order for Claudia to live I don't know but I believe that it's Paulie who's going to find out everything and put it together um if we're not going with the Paulie route um I really am gonna have to say I don't know and see, the thing is, even with Paulie, everything goes up to Paulie. Paulie knows that Tommy hangs out a lot with Liliana. He's aware of what Liliana does. Um, 
and you know, so I just see everything just being poly. I can't see everyone else. We have like um, Gerard was able to get the product, so he's all high and hooked on it, and he wants to know who the main seller is in order to take them out. But he just right now does not have the smarts about it unless he sends one of the youngins. The only people who would know is uh, D Mac and Polly. So unless they get to D Mac first, which I see that he's big, going to be more loyal, maybe to his family. He maybe remember he was kicked out of the other group, and that technically is his family, his literal family. So I don't really see him flipping, unless it's some big undercover thing to um, get payback back on JP. But at this moment, I really see him sticking with family. So to me, it's just Paulie. I would like to make a prediction. I thought about this as the both of you were talking. Um, we know, as far as Gennard is concerned, we know that he's doing this stuff with Buddy behind Diamond's back, right? So what I imagine is going to happen since he told Buddy, oh, yeah, I'm going to have you go go ahead and do an attack on whoever it is that has this drug. I could see him going to that location, losing a lot of casualties, part of his team, and then he's angry and wants to retaliate because he's going to think he got set up by Gennard. This is how he circles back and shoots up the barbershop. Because again, Diamond does not know that he's doing this stuff behind his back. So this is how Diamond finds that out. And I definitely think that that is coming because they already hinted in the previous episode that Buddy and Gennard, they had a little bit of, you know, the interaction in the very beginning was not as smooth. And then now that the drug is now there, now it seems as though, okay, everything is cool in this episode, right? But that relationship can change and go up and down based off of what happens. And all bets are off if people in his army get taken out. So I definitely think that's going to happen because, again, Diamond does not know that Gennard is doing this stuff behind his back. And he has to find out, but it has to, he has to find out in a way that impacts him directly. So the barbershop definitely is going to get destroyed before the season is over. That's my prediction. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I really hope uh, no one's uh, getting their haircut at the time. Otherwise, that would be the last haircut they ever get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was you going to say something, Dana? No, I was just laughing. But if we do go back, the person who also had their hair cut was the uh, dirty cop, Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That takes care of one factor we don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's so many uh, interesting ways they could, uh, interesting directions they can go in here. Um, I did have some I wanted to say, but it kind of slipped my mind now. Um, uh, what was I going to say? But uh, another thing, I don't know if this is what I was going to say, but um, I know, I think Dana mentioned earlier about Claudia and the fact that she could be the one that maybe takes out her father. Um, I think that was something we spoke about earlier too. And I do feel like after that threat he gave Claudia, like that was very direct and very aggressive. And I feel like, you know, if Walt is the one to kind of find out about this and he tries to strong arm Claudia out of it or, you know, force her to get out, I do think that that could um, lead to Claudia possibly taking out her father. And um, I think they're trying to give us like a false sense of security that Walt is not going to 
die just yet because they told us about the cancer thing and the fact that it can be treated. Um, so maybe, you know, they did that purposely. So we think that he's not going anywhere. But then by the end of the season, you know, because uh, really the way it looks now, it looks after this episode, it looks even more like they're setting up Claudia possibly becoming like the, the lead of the family and Vic maybe doing his own thing. Or I don't know if he's going to be in 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 the mix with what Claudia is doing. Maybe he will or maybe he'll be doing his own thing or they could do they could do this whole Alfred Batman dy- dynamic with Paulie and Vic, you know, um, where Paulie actually supports Vic and grooms him to to lead the family. Um, they could do something like that because that scene where those two were talking looked very, you know, it looked like there was a reason behind it. Like, okay, these two are now having this sort of bond where Paulie is telling Vic, you know, that um, Walt met with Tommy. It looks like they're kind of having a, a bond, this bond now. Um, and I think that might lead to something. Uh, what was you going to say, Rich? I just was going to say, uh, you, you brought up some very good points. Um I also think it is important because the scene where Walter was very threatening to Claudia. Let's also recall at the end of this episode, when Tommy spoke to Claudia, if your father gets involved, he's also messing with my stuff. So if Claudia does not take out Walter, it could be Tommy. And that may cause some issues because I kind of feel like Claudia wants to be the one to do it if it comes to that. They're going to continue to have issues. We already know that. But it's a matter of what is it going to take to push one over the edge. So we'll see. Yeah. And it. Oh, go ahead, Dana. No, or you could argue and say for this season, um, the Flins are still intact. They don't die because of whatever the greater forces that's, you know, running around. The, the Serbs are killing uh, Gloria. Not to say that they like Gloria, but just in general, they're being attacked. Mm-hmm. So, because remember, forget Gloria. They was aiming for Victor. Um, so maybe they end up uniting. We've seen this on previous power shows. You have to unite in order to take out the, the greater threat right now. So you're arguing and fighting inside. That's fine. But right now we have a much bigger threat that's literally trying to kill us, technically, because it's not even Walter's fault. Because it's, I think it's Victor's fault. Because they shot up at Victor. So Walter wouldn't killed everyone. So this is all Victor's stupid doing of Tim trying to be a man and then failing at that. So. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And and it, it definitely seems like, because remember at the start of the season, we were saying it seems like they're kind of setting up this Vic-Tommy rivalry, but then it kind of went away. Like they kind of became friends instead. Um, but now it seems like they're planting seeds for them to be against each other again, you know, because uh, Tommy, obviously, he was trying to help Vic. Um, he gave him a, he gave him an unmarked car and everything, and he, you know, purposely just was just like, nope, I'm not doing it. And then, of course, he spoke to Paulie, who told him about uh, Walt and Tommy meeting, and then instantly he doesn't trust him no more. Um, and, yeah, so I, I feel like, Going back to what Rich was saying, if Tommy is the one to possibly take out Walt or have somebody take him out because because of uh, Dahlia, then, you know, that could set up a, a possible future rivalry between them um, for the second season, you know. Um, and that puts Claudia in a tough position. So go ahead, Rich. 
I agree 100%. And I, the last point I was just going to add is that it's it's important to remember that, yes, Walter did kill the Serbs, but Tommy brought all of this mess to Chicago. So I fully expect and anticipate that Vic is going to be angry with both Walter and Tommy. How he decides to go about retaliating against them both, that's to be determined. But I fully expect him to go after both of them one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, that see one thing I'll say, even though like the storytelling is all over the place, there's like so many threads of where it can go and what they can do. And that's what makes it interesting just to see which direction they go in. Um, but yeah, I just hope whatever direction they go in, I hope that it is executed in, you know, a very entertaining and very good way. Um, like that like in a way that we we know power to 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 entertain us, you know, because some of the uh, like like I said, Ghost Book Two, Season Two, amazing. So I just want them to kind of meet that standard um, with this show because I feel like they're capable of doing it. It's just it hasn't come together yet. <laughs> but uh, no, no, Courtney Kemp. No, Courtney. That's what I was gonna say. I think Courtney Kemp is the glue that holds the shows together. Mm-hmm. And even though she stated that her role has been kind of relegated to the back kind of like you would say a manager or office manager and she stated that before but it just shows that she she needs i wish she's gonna come back but she took that deal i think a hundred million dollars i'm not like i'm not blame her get your money and she wanted to make original content something that she was not able to really do so go on get your shine on but i miss you and the show is clearly showing that you miss you we she is you could argue the kevin feige of this whole thing and right now, they're, they're, what's going on is a Sony situation. They're drowning. They need some Kevin Feige. Well, you could argue. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. She was the glue. She was the one that was very passionate about these characters, these stories. So her being less involved, that could, you know. It, it makes could... me wonder what's going to happen when the other shows, the, the two and three come back. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 just to piggyback off of that, because I had mentioned this to Gary also the other day, it also makes me curious about what's going to happen with influence, because we know that when she did have um, Lorenz Tate on her Instagram, she actually made mention to the fact that she was one of the first people to get him to work with his brother on an actual show. So that's why I say uh, I hope that she is going to be involved with that show in some capacity. But um she de- her her presence is definitely missed on 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 any power spinoff I would say, but Razor Kanan has been great. So I just want to make it clear I, I love Razor Kanan right now. So I'm not I'm not throwing that under the bus. And I love book power power book two, but this show here is definitely uh it, it needs help. <laughs> yeah, like I, I guess it's a time thing why they couldn't get the Razor Kanan crew to do this because uh, they have to obviously do season two. But like they, it shows that they they are capable of doing something good without without Courtney Kent being directly involved. But they, this uh, I don't know, force is just showing that they you know maybe they need her more than they thought you know. Um, and yeah, I mean I know she's still kind of like a producer, so I'm hoping in you know the, the next season of book two, I hope that there isn't too much of a drastic change. But um, yeah. Uh, Courtney Kemp, we this show is definitely gonna miss you. It's gonna miss your touch for real, because you know 
you could tell like all those live streams she did she's definitely passionate about the show and the story and stuff so um yeah we we'll, we'll miss that for sure but um that was all the questions i had uh this week though um so you know did either of you have anything um you know additional that you wanted to bring up about force or power in general um so i'll go to you first dana or oh you're going through your notes okay i'll go to rich first uh, Rich, did you have anything else? Uh, I don't have any anything else to add. Um, I think that the episode, there are still some interesting things going on in the show that will keep me watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really curious to see how everything comes to a conclusion by the end of the season. Because it feels as though there have been th- 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 there are some signs of promise in some things that you, that you see on the show. But again when there's other stuff that's out of place or it's a little jumbled, then it really makes it hard for you to sit here and really honestly say, this is a great show. And again, Joseph Sikora is a great actor. I'm glad that he got his own show. Um, This is why you're expecting the material to be better because they can do a lot more with him. So hopefully that is the plan. At least it gets somewhat better. I would hope in the, in the next couple of episodes, but um. Yeah, I just I personally think season two is when you're going to see a better fourth show because Gary Lennon will be involved. He worked on the original power. He is obviously somebody that Joseph Sikora loves working with. So I look forward to seeing what happens in season two. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the last couple episodes of this season will be okay at best. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, definitely okay at best because it's just the way it's (laughs) I don't, I don't think they can blow us away in two episodes, but I do think they can set things up to where we're excited again. Um, yeah. Definitely do that. Um, and uh, what, what was I going to say? Uh, I was going to say something, but I lost it. So go ahead, Dana. Did you have um, something you wanted to say? We're in the end game now. Um, <laughs> I wonder how it, the uh, Hasidic... Jewish community, I hope I said that right, is going to retaliate once they found out that their their people was was killed um, and that it was Jannard. So it's going to look like CBI uh, killed. I don't know if there was a witness or anything, but just overall, it looks like CBI is taking out people who are supposed to be in the partnership because remember they were originally supposed to be in with tommy and they were supposed to be a part of the partnership so this looks janky on all sides it looks like you know they're trying to retaliate against all three of them or i wonder if tommy once he finds out what's going on is he going to think that Jannard is trying to do some type of setup or payback for whatever happened remember tommy said i've been really quiet about you not being being a part of the deal, even though he hurt it hurt me. He said that to Diamond. So I really wonder how Diamond is going to react when he finds out what G- Gerard did, and I want to know how the Jewish community of the drug dealing sect is going to react to what happened when they found out that their people is dead. Yeah, because if you're if you're in this business and you know one of yours gets taken out and like the the, the stuff gets taken, you know, from them, they're robbed and everything there has to be some sort of comeback. Like, you know, that's the, that's the one thing about, you know, this whole drug game. So yeah, go ahead, Rich. Yeah. I was going to say Dana raised a very good point because we know in episode two, when they went to that, to that, to that, to that, to that, uh, delicatessen to do the deal, Tommy and diamond were there. So they could think Tommy, wait a second. 
I, do you have anything to do with this? You know, CBI, they know that this guy is, is Diamond's brother. So, yes, it's it's, may, it's going to definitely cause an issue. And I'm curious to see what exactly happens as a result of that. And remember, this, when it opened up, it opened up with the three of the meeting. It opened up with Tommy meeting with the Spanish woman from her side yep. and then the Jewish community. So I wonder also, how is the – I forgot what, what, what sect the Spanish lady community belongs to what gangs they are, but um, I wonder if they're going to retaliate too. Yeah, well, that's it's going to have a, a ripple effect, so to speak, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, you, you raise a good point there because, you know, that is something that happened, and I feel like it will be a lost opportunity if they just gloss over the fact that Jannard, you know, killed killed that guy. There has to be some retaliation or some reference to that. Um, I, I really hope they do it justice because there is so much going on in the show at the moment. So they could easily gloss over it, but I, I hope they don't. Um, and it seems like, you know, they're setting up this whole gang, this whole gang dynamic because um, you have all the different factions. So, yeah, I think they should definitely, uh, you know, that is something they should touch on because uh, there has to be consequences to the actions. So, so yeah, but um was there anything else? I think I think that was it from Dana. Uh, I think she's stepped away. So, yeah. So that is going to be it for this week. Um, of course, there is a break. Um, there is one week break. So we will, we will be back in two weeks to cover episode nine of uh, Power Book Four Force. Um, but before we get out of here, you know, we will get some quick shout outs. So, Richard, you got any shout outs to share with us? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to everybody that has been liking, commenting, and subscribing. Uh, definitely the comments because I think everyone has some really good opinions on this show and all the content that's on the channel. So we appreciate your continued support. Um, and definitely looking forward to covering uh, the remaining two episodes of Power as well as Snowfall. And I definitely want to say, if you are a Snowfall fan, check out our Snowfall recap that I recorded with Gary yesterday. If you are looking forward to a lot of movies, definitely check out all the content Dana has been posting because she has a reaction to Sonic that is out on April 8th. Her and I also recorded a podcast for the movie X, which we both thought was a very good movie. Um, she has a lot of interviews coming. It's a ton of content. And also Atlanta, because she did see that early, and she has a review for that as well on the channel. So feel free to leave your comments. Let us know if you enjoy these shows, what other stuff you would love to see us co cover on the channel. And we look forward to uh, talking to you all again in two weeks on Power Cast. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, so go ahead, Dana. Um, basically, thank you again for everyone who listens and watches us. We appreciate it. Thank you for hanging on with this show and continuing to watch this show. We appreciate it. I just had a, my little little snap. I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. But that's okay. We keep trekking on. Um, as far as content going, we still have the two remaining episodes of Power, as you guys already stated. You guys cover Snowfall. We do have coming up interviews with the cast of Moon Knight that is coming. The cast also of Sonic that's coming as well. I have seen that. I had a reaction video. The embargo breaks later on, um, on the 30th. As, so that is coming. I also have, um, Morbius interviews. Those are coming. 
and and there will be a reaction to Morbius. Yeah. So that's coming as well. And there will be some other things in between uh, with more interviews. There's a really great show coming on that comes on BET. Um, so we're doing interviews for that. So we just have a lot of things that will be up on the site. Check the website and also check the YouTube as well. Also the community tab. I'm going to start doing schedules so you know what video drops at which date of when. And we have that. And we also check out previously we have the Halo interviews that are up with the entire cast. So uh, thank you again for your support and thank you for watching and looking at what we're doing and also check out the website because we have more stuff there as well. Indeed, indeed. And uh, big shouts to, to you, Dana, for all the content because I, I see we got Halo stuff, we got Sonic 2, um, and you know people are loving the reactions. And then um, I'm very much looking forward to that Morbius you know, uh, review when that comes out. Like, <laughs> People are breaking embargoes on Twitter. And child. People always uh they, they got no respect for the embargoes, but you you embargoes. you know sometimes when when you get so emotional about certain things, it's like, hey, that may be not right, but I, I understand the emotion. Oh yeah. What the emotions of the people who are breaking the embargo or just you know, in general, when you see stuff like I know you want to get right out and talk about it, but don't say yeah. everything until that embargo. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. You can't, you can't go uh, breaking the embargoes. I mean, you know, look, look, look at us with the the power cast. You know, we we get the episodes early, but we're radio silent until it comes out. Unlike some other people. So there you go. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, big shout to all all the viewers, all the listeners. Um, you know, of the show, the people who support. Um, and yeah, like, I appreciate all the comments, you know, all the likes and everything like that. Um, and yeah, please do check out some of the other content because, you know, we put our hearts into this, you know, we're very passionate about this stuff. So, uh, you know, keep supporting and keep checking out the content. Uh, we, we very much appreciate it. Um, and definitely do check out the website because, you know, we have a variety of, of other things on there too, you know, gaming gaming stuff, entertainment stuff, you know, stuff that might not be necessarily covered on the YouTube, but there is more stuff there too. So thecoalition.com, go ahead and check it out. Um, but yeah, that is going to be it for today. Thank you for listening, everyone. Can't wait to see all the comments. Um, and yeah, take care of yourselves um, and we will see you in two weeks. So enjoy yourselves, everyone. Peace out.